doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm awesome. How's everything been? It's been hopefully it's been been well when you've had something you've you've been busy doing like family stuff, which is which has been good to see. Yeah, yeah, it's been great. You know, it's like you never take a break, or I feel like it's hard to take a break because you feel like you're gonna miss out on work. Yeah, but it's so important um, because all these little memories you build they hold you over for when you're really busy I mean like weeks of busy that you don't see anyone I mean I barely even see my husband sometimes when I'm working I'm just so slammed um so you know this has been great I bet yeah it's just it's good to have a break from even though it's the you you need to work but it was it's just been good to relax oh yeah totally to disconnect a bit (laughs) even though I've still worked I mean I always so I don't know, because of voiceover, I'm sure other yeah. people you've interviewed uh, have this experience as well. I know uh, Karen does voiceover a lot as well. And so you always travel with your gear because sometimes you get an audition and yeah. I mean, some, anywhere from to like eight auditions a day for over, you know? So it's kind of like, yeah. I have to be ready. So I travel with all my gear. Here I had a, a director session. I had a, I was almost going to go to Hawaii to work, you know, and then they were like, oh. no, it's, it's not going to work out. You know, so you, you just never know. So you're always yeah. ready, basically. You had work during the pandemic too? Oh that. yeah, I, I was super fortunate. I mean, it was, I had never, I had always had like a very simple kit at home for recording, yeah. you know, just for auditions, but I had to crazy step it up because yeah. my agents were like, if you don't step it up, you're going to get left behind. People have full on studios at home. So yeah. I had to like, you know, take patience and make the adequate changes. But I did it. So uh, I'm proud of myself. Good. Um, what inspired you to become an actress? Gosh, you know, I feel like ever since I was little, I knew I wanted to entertain people because it yeah. was what I enjoyed the most I always like to make people uh, smile feel things whether it be happiness or sadness I liked the the effect of of creating um expression right in in other people because I felt connected to them when that happened it felt like an extension of of whenever you watch something whether it be a movie a play even in video games you're watching something and I feel like you are moved and you take your life experiences and you kind of project them onto that character yeah. or that situation, right? That's why we're able to say, oh, I know what she's going through or he's going. I felt like that connected me to an endless amount of people and, and you know, beings all over the world. If I could get to the level of, of doing it, you know, on a show and, and, and you know, being part of the blessing of, being a part of um so for me it was even if it was a small stage I was happy I just wanted people to feel and uh, to be a part of that was like the greatest dream that's I love different stories you know there's so many different backgrounds in it so it's it's just so cool to hear so many different stories on why people why people decide to do it yeah because no one's ever the same which is just Really? Yeah, like, That's so cool. It's all like different. It's always, you know, they want to entertain, but it's always little bits of different stuff, I guess. <laughs> yeah. 
Were yeah, you- I, I guess, yeah, since I was little, my dad, I remember my dad wasn't in my life at the beginning because uh, he was living in New York and my mom was living in Miami. And my mom says that uh, I hadn't met him yet. And the minute he came in the door, I was like, oh my God, you're my dad. And then I grabbed his hand and I like, pulled him and I was like, let me sing for you. And I stood on a chair and I sang for him. And like I did, I acted in my everything and I was only three years old. So I feel like you kind of have the beginning of it. And if you have enough support, which I was fortunate enough to have or enough drive, uh, then you kind of end up in the field and in many, you could be many aspects of the field, not just entertainers, um, but producers, creatives, directors, uh, all kinds of things. So. You've been a bit of directing as well, right? So I did it with a friend, um, a friend of mine. We did during the pandemic, we were all like, what the hell are we going to do? Like, we're constantly expressing ourselves. <laughs> Nothing is going on. Everyone was losing their mind. And I live in a building uh, back in LA where I have uh, these two friends of ours are like great actors and they live right below us. And uh, actually on that same floor, another couple us them that was were also actors um and so we're really good friends with our neighbors that live below us and we were like guys let's just do something and a bunch of contests were coming up to be creative in your house um and then my friend and I were like okay well let's let's the girls direct something and so we came up with this kind of like kill bill concept um with our my chihuahua it was just all fun and games but it was a lot of fun you know uh, and I think it'd be nice to develop my career a bit more as an actress and lead more stuff. And I think that then when I'm doing that for a bit, then I'd like to step into um, into trying that director hat. It's like, yeah, be amazing. big shoes to fill. Yeah. Uh, you got to really know, like, working with. Working with Dave Filoni and uh, Mikey on Fear the Walking Dead, I mean, the guys know every detail of what they're doing. There's not, you know, there's not an inch of doubt in them. So you see that and you're like, okay, (laughs) all right, I'll work my way up someday. But for now, hats off, you know, to you guys. Are you a fan of either Fear or the main show before you were cast? them I thought they were really you know I'm really like a hardcore fan of of um much I feel like I'm I root for almost everyone because I know um I know how challenging the field is and I know how how into everything they do and and really hope for the best and sometimes sometimes people accept it and sometimes people are like what's wrong with you or sometimes it's a timing thing like you came out before the time, the, the correct timing, or sometimes you're right on, on that perfect moment, you know, to come out. Um, so it's so many factors, but I always, a friend of mine, I don't know if you ever interviewed her. She was on the walking dead. God, a while back, like maybe six years ago. And, um, her name's Juliana Harkavy and, you know her? Yeah. I know who she is, but I I haven't, I haven't met her yet. Okay, so she's super cool, a super talented girl and a wonderful human being. And I watched it and I was like, wow, this show is really, really good. But I didn't have the network because I didn't have cable. I grew up without cable. My parents were so strict about just limiting how much TV. 
So I didn't get to get into it, you know, yeah. and it wasn't like you had AMC plus like you have now. Yeah. Um, so for me, it was more of like my environment. I didn't, I was kind of restricted. So I wasn't able to watch it and, and yeah. get hooked. But when I, I was able to watch it, I was like, oh, I'll go over your house to watch, check it out. But then if my friends weren't watching it, I wouldn't because I didn't have the, the channel. Uh, but yeah, I watched stuff about it on YouTube and Clone Wars. I was uh, telling a friend of mine, there was a, a boy I liked. Well, he was my school and he so wanted to become a director and have his own uh, a film festival. And he's very talented as well because I went to an arts high school. Yeah. And um, I was like, what is your deal? I mean, can you not? can you just be a normal person? Why do you have to reference every, why is everything a Star Wars reference? <laughs> and then now I get it, you know, now I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. Because it's just such a, such a well-crafted show that you can reference it and, and you know, make parallels to life. Yeah. Uh, Cause it's so well written um, and made. Uh, so now I get it. Yeah, like I, I, I haven't seen any of the Star Wars animated, animated TV shows like I'm I'm not really I've never been a big Star Wars fan like I've seen them but they've never yeah, been yeah, yeah. you know a big part of my life but it's like it's still cool to just yeah you know the the um the fandoms that it brings and the the people together it's just it's just so cool oh my gosh yeah I you know it's it's a it's a different universe so you see it and you're able to kind of the same thing project your life situations into this other galaxy and how oh my god so random <laughs> uh, anyway i think it's um i get it now now that i was yeah. in it and i think i'm also like emotionally um influenced right because my 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 team seen like there's this uh, you might know him or you might know Bradley Baker. He's one of like the top uh, animation actors. And just watching him work, do like four voices at the same time, jump from yeah. voice to voice in the same recording, it really makes you feel like, wow, these people are, are, are so special. They're so talented. And just and and working with them, you just feel so honored. You're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm in the same room with this person. And then you go home and you try a bunch of different voices and you're like, no. <laughs> Voice acting is so, so different. It's like um, Seth MacFarlane, well, in his interviews, he'll do all of his characters. And it's just, it's just oh crazy. That's insane. I feel like I'm not, I'm not, that actress yet you know the one that jumps from voice to voice yeah. I feel like my characters have all been kind of close to me like Overwatch was very they were very Alejandra it was I had to like um uh, yeah so Alejandra I just had to make her a bit younger um with Trace Martez it was uh it was more about going for the heart naturally like you could okay she's all about heart affects you but I haven't had like really outrageously different characters like they've all kind of been in line with my 
my personality, even Rachel on Fear the Walking Dead, that she was heart. It was all about love, you know? Yeah. So I look forward to being able to kind of uh, expand and break out of that. Right, um, yeah. Which my movie that's coming... Yeah, the movie that coming out soon was definitely a stretch for me. It was everything I'm not. She was selfish. She was uh, hooked on drugs. Um, she was dark. Uh, yeah. Christina is like angry at life. I'm not like I wake up and I'm like, oh, wake. Thank you, God. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So for me playing that kind of character, I was like, damn, she got a rough. Um, but it was fun, you know, so that'll be a little bit more different than uh and less in line with what i've been doing so far which yes. is, is cool and exciting to see how people yeah. react to it um for fear what was your favorite scene to film definitely the the death scene yeah and actually oh man so it was that scene was so challenging so i like because my first of all the bond that it created between me and mikey i really felt like we we did it, you know, together, me and Mikey and the whole team. It was so, it was cold. We had to deal with so many props. Uh, I really got closer to the, the effects team. Yeah. Um, I felt like I, as a whole, that, that, that whole scene, that whole intro for me um, was one of the most challenging uh, scenes of my life, to be honest, up till now. And um, just mentally, emotionally, physically, I did a bunch of my own stunt stuff. Um, even my my stunt double, we became good friends. Everyone, it, it just took so much effort and you don't always get scenes like that. You don't always need, ev like everyone's always needed, but you don't always, are. you're not always able to um, be so hands-on about needing each other. And in that, that scene, I really felt like we were all one big family and we were all doing it together. You know, sometimes I feel like actors get a little bit more of the um, of the credit uh but it's yeah. really it really is a group effort we all we just happen to be the face of it yeah uh, but everyone is involved like for the for the truck there was like four people setting up the truck then the prosthetic leg being put in then me and then the stunt double on hold the director the the um, dp the everyone it's like you're you're doing that but there's like 60 people around you you know what I mean Damn. so it's pretty yeah you feel you feel really supported uh yeah. when you get opportunities like that the real simple scenes you know you just have to same thing be there be present and do your thing but those feel a little bit like a little bit more simple but the ones where everyone's heart is kind of in it those are those are really special but I also really like the zombie I really like being a zombie yeah that was, it was <laughs> You turned like, pretty quick because um, someone else turned, but it didn't, they didn't look too decayed. But I liked, we, um, Rachel was really, she wasn't decaying, but she looked yeah, a lot more, I guess, decayed. But yeah, it was such a really good makeup. Oh my gosh. The team, they're just like, it took a while. It took, um, it took about three hours between the leg, the stomach stuff, and then all the mm -hmm. face stuff, um, which was, you know, it felt like a long time, but then you see how detailed their work is and it all mm -hmm. makes sense because they have to like glue it a certain way and then they paint over it 
And my, my prosthetic leg was what floored me the most. I was like, okay, I'm working with like the best team. They asked me for a picture of my leg and I sent it to them. And when I got to Austin, my it looked like my leg. It was so disturbing. I was like, ew, that is my leg. That, that is my leg. You're holding my leg. What are you doing with my leg? <laughs> so that was cool. Really cool. Did you see out of your, uh, the contacts? Because uh, Jason, he when he turned, he could not see anything. It was such big blurry vision for him. I don't know if it was the same kind of contacts for you. Oh, no. I, uh, Rachel didn't have uh, contacts. It was still the beginning. So I don't think I had gotten to that, uh, that yeah. level of decaying. Um, so no, for me, it wasn't, for me, what was crazy was that I had the dog, uh, yeah. he was guiding me. So, so I had to like tie it around for Rufus and then he's like pulling and, you know, going, going, uh, sometimes he wouldn't want to go that way. And so <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of trying to just look forward using my peripherals so I don't trip and being like, with all the breath work, yeah. um, so no, for me, I think that was probably my, my biggest challenge. And we were in like the sand kind of like dunish uh, vibe that they had going. Yeah, was, so sometimes yeah. I'd step and I can't look down because the zombie wouldn't really look down. They're just headed for what they want, right? So I'm like, oh my God, I just stepped on something weird. Stay focused. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, that was probably the hardest part, being in the sand and and having the dog guide me. Yeah, it looked it looked challenging but it was such a cool like that's never been done before it was there was a really old i think um martin freeman did it in some movie when that kind of thing i think it was a movie or a video but he something has to uh like either kill himself or he dies and he puts his child on his back and it just that's never been done in walking dead before so it was cool it was cool to see a, a unique death for for rachel to go sad yeah. very I sad know. but rememberable like. it was, yeah I was really when I read it well first of all I get to I get to my fitting and then they're like okay Mikey's coming blah 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 everyone's coming over effects department's coming over and I'm like wow there's a lot of people coming to my fitting and then they're like okay great and then they start telling me about how I'm gonna die and I'm like wait I'm gonna die what do you mean I'm, I'm dying <laughs> And I'm like, what's happening right now? Why am I dying? And so I just kind of found out then. And what had happened is that I just didn't get all the information. It was just kind of like fragmented information. I just knew that there was something epic coming up, but I didn't really know what was really yeah. happening. Um, when they asked me for my leg, I was like, why do they need a picture of my leg? Uh, <laughs> so it was really like, it was one of those like life moments. You're like, wait, what is happening right now in this room? What's everybody talking about? And then they had... Uh, the way they they uh, do it is they sketch out the the vision of yeah. how they see the images, you know, they're storyboarding. Um, so they had literally storyboarded everything. So they're showing me all the all the scenes and how they're gonna cut and everything. And I'm like, holy smokes, this is, wow, this is really special. Um, I'm sad I'm leaving, but I'm also so honored. I'm like a hardcore samurai, you know, it's like a yeah. samurai that. So as much as I was a little bit bummed, I was really grateful that I got, um, you know, that I got a, such a beautiful exit. Yeah, which is, I mean, it's in, being in that universe is so cool, but have a, 
very, very special, unique death makes it so much better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it could have easily been just, you know, a stab. Yeah. I don't know. And I wasn't, you know. Shot so. head, which was yeah. what Ginny got, which, which was kind of annoying, but... Yeah. Season six has been the best it's ever been. I know. That's Everyone what everyone's been saying. It's just so good. Yeah, I'm so happy that I got to be a part of it, and especially a great season. You know, you feel like, you're like, wow... I'm part of something awesome, you know? Um, if you had more time, do you know what you'd like to have done on the show? Or did you think of a backstory which Rachel and... Was and Isaac? Called? Yeah, Isaac, uh, yeah. Did you think of a backstory for them? I mean, it would have been nice to see uh, flashbacks of their life. I thought him and I had really good chemistry. He's a wonderful actor and... Uh, so giving and it would have been nice to be able to develop that more yeah. um, and my relationship with Morgan I really felt like I looked to him as uh, almost like not a I guess not a father but like an uncle like a yeah. wise uncle <laughs> you know uh, that you cling on to that person because it's all you have um, so that would have been nice to see that develop but I really would have liked Rachel to be a badass and like yeah. kick some freaking butt you know what I mean like Don't use me. the guns use the sticks uh stab some freaking zombies kick some zombies like what do you know about holding my baby kicking people <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean like it would have been nice to see that only because I feel like women constantly search for not not necessarily a validation but um for somebody that lets them uh, let, lets them know that it's okay to be not just be a mom that loves her child but a mom that like mm -hmm. is willing to fight for things and is willing to or just a woman in general that yeah. is willing to kiss, kick some butt you know yeah, um, really cool to see. yeah so that would have been really cool to see her uh, kind of like own a bit more of like hey I'm, I'm helping more yeah. I'm helping around here a lot more I'm effective I'm a, a, a great thinker I have a I, you know, I come up with solutions and I'm a fighter. Um, that would have been, that would have been my dream to have that uh, and become a, a stronger core member of the- That, that, of, been, that would so good because there's not really that many members left alive. Yeah. Getting killed off. Season, I think season six, where season six definitely killed off the most named characters in- I know. In years. It's great. It's such a bold move, but I feel like what's coming for season seven will be real exciting. And, yeah. um, and it's just fascinating where they're taking everything. I don't know. I, I, I don't know how much you guys know, but it'll be cool um, to see what happens. Yeah, we, we only got that first bit of news yes, yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Felicia's going to direct an episode, which is, that's going to be oh, great. That's wonderful. Yeah. We're excited to see where it goes in, you know, the aftermath of a of a nuclear explosion. Oh yeah. Do you have any creative say on how Rachel like dressed, acted, or anything about her? The only say I had was on uh, my choices for the character. You know, uh, yeah. so a, a lot of people don't know, but sometimes, so you, a lot of the work you do as an actor, you do it alone. You do it. I would say 90% of the work. 
you work on your dialogue, you create these things called carvings, you, you get your scene and then you look at your scene and you're like, okay, well, what do I want here? Even if it's one line, um, what do I want here? What happened to me before I got here? Uh, where am I living? Um, I had this uh, really wonderful acting coach, his name's John Sperry, and he always said, uh, what's your character's worldview? Because if you have a worldview, it changes everything for you, you know? Like yeah. for me, my one of my most uh, often used worldviews is life is good. So for me, even if I have a shitty day and I, let's say someone hit me at the grocery store and I walk out of the grocery store, I'm like, oh man, someone scratched my car, what the heck? Well, at least I wasn't in the car, so it's yeah. okay. But if my worldview was every day's shit, <laughs> yeah, every day's a shitty day. Exactly. So I walk out of the grocery store and I'm like, you see, someone hit my damn car. Great. Everyone sucks. That would be my world. So that's your worldview affects you. So you have to ask all those questions before you get to set and before you assimilate your dialogue. And then you get to set and you make your choice and the other actor gives you something that you may or may not have expected. Uh, and if it's something you don't expect, then you kind of vibe with that. So it's really all you have control over. Um, I think, I think that the you know the higher you uh, you get up there, um, yeah, in the levels of uh, of of work, how they see you in the field or in that production, then maybe you have a little bit more control. But I like to not think about all that other stuff. I like to just think about my choices and uh, and what I'm going to give the other actor and and the story in, yeah. as a whole. How does the so. audition? How did the audition uh, come about? Was it? Yeah. The audition was very different. The audition, uh, I mean, I lost my husband in the audition. It was, um, you wouldn't have even thought it was for Fear of the Walking Dead mm. because we were in a hospital uh, and I was about to have the baby and my husband was supposed to be there with me, but he, he, I couldn't get him on the phone. Yeah. And something had happened that, uh, I don't, I don't remember where he was, but he was, he was somewhere that his life was in danger. And so I'm trying to get a hold of him. And I'm, I'm like, no, you don't understand. He promised me he was going to be here. He would never, he would never let us down. Please just give me the phone. And so I'm calling. And finally, I, I hear, um, I don't remember if it was a message or somebody actually tells me. And then I hear that he's dead. And then, you know, like, I'm like about, I'm dealing with the pain from the baby. And then hearing that he's dead. And then the nurse is there and I just like, it's like all this like turmoil happening. Like my life yeah. is falling apart. So from the beginning, they must've known that they needed an actress that could go through all that, that yeah. pain and anguish. Um, so um, I, I thought it was going to be a different though. I, I expected my role to have like, at least for the intro, a lot more dialogue. And then I started learning how they were seeing Rachel, uh, like kind of like sprinkling her here and there. But I feel like they knew. I, I honestly feel like the writers knew, oh, we're gonna set her up for this. <laughs> and um, and yeah, and then the end was just insane. I've got a couple of uh, questions about your voice acting because it's kind of, it, it, voice acting is always, is a, it's really interesting to, you know, you have to put all your emotions in just your voice yeah it's 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 interesting like you've done overwatch was that just the was it in the game i've played i've played the first game 
Yeah, it's um, it's the you know how they have those special films within the game. Yes. So the cinema, uh, cinematographic, uh, like little clips that they put in, yeah, uh, or cinematic rather, not cinematographic, cinematic clips that they put in. So, um, I was in one that was called Hero, uh, and it's that's the story of Alejandra, and mm-hmm. then it leads you to one of the who, who one of the like giant robots that ends up becoming one of the heroes, and he doesn't yeah. see himself as a hero, but then after that. He, he gets it, you know, and she gets it too. Um, so that was really cool. That was actually my first time working where they had cameras filming my face. I had never had that mm. experience. I had a camera here and I had to do everything. And they were just trying to pick up my natural expression yeah. to then put it into the video game. Like, you know, the eyebrows or the eyes or all those little elements that yeah. you would never think about um but yeah they they like to uh, record those and when they film them they're able to kind of move the character animate the character with those expressions it's so cool being like overall just still it's still one of the biggest games people still play it and it's it's, i know (laughs) if if you played it or you know you play you know play video games i you know i don't play video games i actually was watching um yesterday no two nights ago my uh, my brother-in-law is huge into video games and we were watching he was watching spider-man miles morales yeah and i was like wait i think i worked on that and then i was like oh snap i worked on that yeah <laughs> but you know what it is it's that like sometimes if you're not like an if i'm not like a principal character or like a pretty big character i i forget that i did okay. like additional voices and little things like that uh but that one was different because that one I did with uh, a woman called, um, the one that cast me was this woman called Barbara Harris, who's incredible. Uh, she does a lot of this thing called ADR looping. So anytime you watch a movie and um, you see that they're in a restaurant, when they film it, even though people are, they look like they're talking. So like, it looks like they're saying, oh yeah. So you see how it looks like I'm talking, yeah. but you're not allowed to talk. So at the at whatever diner they're in or wherever the hell they are, they have to pretend to talk. And so the ADR loopers, the the ones that work in the loop group, come in and fill in those voices. So I go in and I see that. Now for animation, it's a little bit different because the director has an idea of how the people are going to be moving and acting and things that they need them to say. So we did additional voices. There was, I guess, a scene where there's a fight or something. And we're like, come on, you can do it better. Uh, show them what you got. <laughs> you know, all those additional things. Yeah. Uh, or even conversations like crossing the street. Hey, we headed to the coffee shop. Oh, yeah. I heard Melinda's is so good. Okay, cool. Let's go there. All that stuff. Like, yeah. it, it's necessary. It really brings like that magic effect where the production feels alive. Yeah, definitely. You know? And you never think it like before I moved to LA, I had no idea that that even existed. I was like, what? This is crazy. Like you, you can work doing this. How fun. Uh, so I did additional voices for the miles one and it was, they had us in like a completely like gray stage. Uh, and the director had set it up where he knew where everybody was standing. And then we'd cross over to create like the idea of movement. And we'd walk, as we're walking, we're saying something, hey, get out of there. You know, like 
yeah so random but so cool um so yeah that that's a uh, different aspects of voiceover world are you are you familiar with the marvel like movie universe i'm not i'd love to work in it but i feel like uh I don't know. I mean, it's so funny. I have a Marvel poster. I don't know if you can. Oh, I'm, I'm afraid that if I move it, I'll ruin this thing. <laughs> I have like a feet, like all the females of Marvel just right in front of me. It's so badass. Uh, but I'm not, you know, like I told you, I'm not really like a, a hardcore fanatic of much. Yeah. Uh, I'm just kind of a supporter. Um, I guess maybe I'm, I'm, a, I'm huge into uh, music and, uh, and food and chocolate. <laughs> I'm a simple girl. <laughs> I was gonna say, was there anyone you would like to play in like a certain character if you know of any that's not in the movies yet? Oh no, I don't know of any, but I'd love to see like if I got to play any character, maybe someone with a lot of sass and some kind of uh, ethnic background, you know? Yeah. Um, I feel like we don't see it enough still. I know that they're making a huge effort to be more inclusive and and yeah. let people feel seen. Um, I don't think it should ever be at the sake of a, of the quality of the project. Like we shouldn't sacrifice inclusivity for the actual story. Like if a story needs to be told a certain way and that character doesn't fit, then I don't think it should be done or someone did it better, give it to the better actor. Yeah. Um, but I do think something really powerful happens when you see yourself uh, on film, in a video game, on TV, there's a sense of, oh, people like me are there too, you know? I, I can do this, I have this mm -hmm. dream and it's possible she's doing it or he's doing it, I could do it too. Uh, and I think that's really important to, to have, uh, especially kids and young adults. I feel like that gives them just such a sense of worth and, and uh, capacity. Um, yeah. So I hope that we, we do see more of that. There's a girl that wrote a, um, a, a comic and it's a superhero and her name's Jalisco, Jalisco superhero. And uh, she does this thing with her, her, um, uh, her skirt. It's like a big Mexican skirt. <laughs> and it looks like almost like, a, you know, those the flamenco dancers, it almost looks like that, but it's yeah. like the, the um, aesthetically, it's like the Mexican version of that fol folklore version yeah. of that. And that would be cool to, to do something like that. I would, I would love that. Um, so we'll see. We'll see if she ends up in the, if they integrate her into some kind of a universe or they make her her own thing. Um, but just something, someone ethnic. I'd love to be able to bring that to the table. That'd be amazing. I've got, uh, I've got a couple of fan questions from, mostly from um, the Blazy uh, Garner. Oh, I love Blazy. Well, sure, Andy, I love her. I always, I always forget that's her name. I'm like, oh, hello, Blazy. Could you just... I know, I told her that too. <laughs> and she's like, my name is Sharon D. <laughs> I'm like, okay, got it. Never again. I've got one from uh, Lindy. She said, um, what was your favorite thing to do while you wasn't filming on Fear the Walking Dead? My favorite thing to do, I really love spending time with my family, but because we don't live in the same city and we're not in the same city usually, um my plants i have this uh this passion for gardening it started kind of during covid yeah. and I, I i was always curious but then that really gave me the time because there wasn't yeah. as much stuff to do 
Yeah. So I don't know. I really love uh, seeing things grow. Um, it just looks, it feels like such a miracle to be able to experience that and to like put your hands and love into something and then see it sprout and become uh, something way beyond you. Um, so I love gardening. It's also really therapeutic and I like to be barefoot and go on like barefoot hikes. That's kind of like that real hippie side of me that I feel like everyone should give it a go. It's life changing. Um, I've got one from Comic Book Boy. Here. Would you like to have a role in a live action Star Wars? Yeah. Would it be yeah. Trace? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'd be so cool to be Trace. I would never want to offend anyone because, um, you know, maybe she has like the, the different hair and all that. So, you know, um, I'm, I obviously don't have that type of hair. But I think that being a Latina and having her be a, a Latin character, um, it would be just such an honor. Um, yeah. To, if I if I'm not traced, just to be part of the universe would be, uh, you know, as as a live action uh, yeah. role would be incredible. It'd be a dream come true. Hopefully, it's where you get your um a Funko Pop because there's so many Funkos of the of the um, animated show one. So hopefully. Trace would get one because that, that'd be oh, yeah. crazy for you. Like, it's so weird. Like, as an, well, I don't know, but as an actor, it'd be weird seeing you as a as a toy. Yeah, I mean, that'd be like, whoa, <laughs> I wouldn't even know what to do with myself. I'd be like, mom, dad, Eric, everybody pinch me. Just, I need an, <laughs> is this real? Is this really happening? You know, it'd be amazing. Um, yeah, Dave even mentioned it once. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I feel like Bad Batch really was very well accepted, and uh, th now there's a place for them in in the universe. So we'll see. We'll see what comes next. I, I need to. I will watch. I need to get into something that like something else more because you know, everything's coming to an end soon. Walking Dead's going to finish. Yeah. I need something new. So you'll have time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's I've ran out of questions because. Yeah, I'm just, I'm still new to this. I'm still trying to figure out good questions and what's good questions to ask. But yes, I'm all out of questions, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, it's all good. It's all good. It was, I mean, it was awesome. I think this was great. It was, uh, I feel like those are like core questions, things that matter to you. Yeah. What made you get into this? Uh, I, I, why did you get into uh, trying to do these like podcast interviews? What drove you? Just... Well, one was because I had nothing to do, you know, from <laughs> from some 2016, 2016, I started doing Comic-Cons and 2020 was already, 2020, no, 2019 was the last one we had in England. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And for a year, I just did nothing. I was like, I'm bored. I want to do something for, for, you know, for fun to bring people, you know, half an hour 20 minutes however however long just enjoyment of one video of, of a certain someone just to bring them happiness because it's just you know you need that yeah now. and get to know people on a different level right you just yeah. i feel like now i know you more i feel like you know me a lot more yeah. And so now we, we've established a friendship and a connection. Yeah, it's a good, good way of bonding. Like, I've, you know, I would never expect to talk to Mo. And oh, my God. She's wonderful. She's amazing. Yeah. So cool. Even on set, she's always like, 
she's just so cool she can't help it it's like cool just like exudes she exudes coolness you know what i mean um you know we we have we've had nothing like, I, I don't know what's been, don't we know what's been like for America, but if it, we've been on a complete, oh, pretty much complete lockdown for, but we've, only just, we've only just started getting better, better now, which is, which is good, but it's just, yeah, thank God. Crazy. If I, if I wasn't working, I would, oh God, oh I God. not working, I would, I think I'd be insane. <laughs> I know. It's been rough, you know, I feel very grateful that. Uh, my family, for the most part, has been well. Back yeah. in Mexico, we it wasn't my immediate family, just extended family. We lost three people, which was shocking. And then here, my extended family, like on my father's side, we also lost three people. So due to due to COVID, it's real. It's yeah. it's uh, around. I uh, I'm I just I'm grateful. My parents and and everyone else in my family is doing fine, thank God. Um, and yeah, I'm ready for this to end. I, I really hope that. Uh, I think we all learned big lessons, you know, about uh, yeah. what really matters. I just hope the lessons stay, uh, and that we we don't forget to cherish the little things because that's what it took from us, the little things, you know, that yeah. we took for granted, like hanging out at a park with your friends. Yeah. <laughs> Going and grabbing a $2 coffee or whatever, a two pound coffee, you know, it's like it, those little things, they yeah. really, they change your, the, the, uh, course of your life and yes. in the most Horrible. strange, subtle ways, but it's, it really like that freedom that was taken, you felt it and it was heavy. Right. And the yeah. fear, so much fear, everyone was, everyone's been so afraid. It's like, I feel like that's probably why so many people are having like issues right now because of the that that fear. I, this guy says, "Fear." The abbreviation for it is false expectations appearing real. Uh, and I was like, when I heard that, I was like, that's pretty wild. And yeah, you you psych yourself out. You're like, oh my god, I was in the elevator. Uh, and then you get home and you're like, am I really not? Am I really yeah, not right? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's real. It's crazy. I, I, I assume you're fully vaccinated now, right? Or uh, so I had a really bad reaction to a vaccine I took uh, for HPV, and an ingredient in it is in the vaccines. So I haven't been able to get it yet. They recommended I just wait yeah. because my reaction was so bad that I don't yeah. want to end up in the hospital uh, for it. So I'm just kind of like I'm hoping that everything can work out and I can finally get it um, because yeah. you know. Like I have to be extra careful. Um, I mean, you should still be really careful. Yeah. I feel like that's where we're messing up. We're forgetting that just because we're the people that are vaccinated, it doesn't mean that we're not careful. It means that we're we're so cautious and respectful. And and you, why do you want to ever end up at a hospital? No. No. Yeah. So it's not good. And, yeah. And eventually, when we build the herd immunity, the the virus will die out. Yeah. you know so we once we get to that we'll be in, in in such a great place and i hope by then uh the vaccine has enough trials that my doctor says like, yeah i hope I so yeah. I hope it it, yeah. Too longer. Huh? I, I hope it don't take too much too much longer we've it's been long yeah. enough <laughs> it really has and it's crazy because i don't know if this has happened to you but i feel like i look at my my friends my family myself and i'm like did i age a decade what happened yeah it just 
<laughs> I think it's the worrying. I think everyone was so worried and just like on their phones, like, okay, what am I reading? You know, obsessively that I think it's affected it. For the longest time, I wasn't even able to sleep all right because I was so worried. It is so. awful. It is awful, but like <laughs> things are getting better, which is which is great because hopefully I can get back to I want to get back to America soon. I need to go back. Oh yes, I really hope so. You, are you guys not allowed to come in? From what I gathered, no. Like I think you can come here, but we can't go there. Which which I don't get. But our government, How does that even? Our government's not that smart, but wow. I have no idea what the rules are. I'm not even, there's no point even looking into it because you're just going to get annoyed. Could be nervous. Yeah. And yet. I know what you mean. Well, I really hope it works out and you're able to make it out soon. And thank you so much, Tyler. I had such a great time chatting. You too. It was lovely yeah. to get to know you. And, uh, and now we're friends. So reach out anytime. You too. Hopefully you can, hopefully you can come to some UK cons or any cons. Oh my gosh, I would love that. I would definitely love that. I'll hit you up for sure if I, I get to make it out there. I can suggest to um, a couple of our local, or not local, if our way, but our English cons. Oh my gosh, I would love that. Please, yeah. You if you don't mind England? sending them to me. Have you been? Have you been to England before? I've been to England, yeah. So my husband worked on a show called I Live With Models. It was a comedy out there. Um, and uh, he played this really funny like dumb character it was pretty great i wouldn't call him dumb he was just he just didn't know better you know those people that are like oh like there's a scene where he calls he calls uh you know hugo boss he goes hello hugo is your boss there <laughs> the funniest characters what is that that joke always gets me um but yeah that's actually where we got engaged that's where he uh, proposed to me so uh the UK is actually really special to me, so we'll see. I do, what, uh, I do like it here. <laughs> huh? I do like it here. It's really beautiful, man. It's a little too gray for me because I'm really about, like, I love getting sun and I love uh, water activities. Yeah, that's, so, that's why I love California. It was so sunny. Like, I like, I, I love light. Like, I hate my room. It's so dark. <laughs> I love light. Yeah, our like our apartment. Oh my gosh, the light is just spectacular. You're like, wow, it looks beautiful. You wake up, there's so much sun. Yeah, that's why I love California as well. And Miami's even brighter. You get sun in Miami for two hours, and it's like, for some reason, maybe it's closer to the equator. I honestly don't know. Um, but I feel like the tan you get being out here, like that healthy glow. Yeah, it's harder to get out in LA. Uh, for sure. some reason in, in Florida and Miami's uh, where I am right now I'm like oh my gosh like look at me I'm glowing <laughs> I am glowing <laughs> so hopefully you make it out to Miami too it's it's yeah, great I've, and the beaches you been no I've never been to Miami Florida and New York the only the two places I want to I want to go now which I haven't been to oh my gosh you have to come you have to come I would do like when Art Basel's here because it's so cool yeah, I'm gonna do like a, like two weeks again. Like I did three weeks in in 2019, where I, I traveled around a couple of states, and oh. that was fun. And I need to do it again. Like I need to go back to, to I want to go to New York. Um, oh, New York! I, like, it's nothing like, like it. Jeffrey De, Jeffrey D. Morgan and Paul Rudd own a yeah. food shop. I'm like, I need to go. Like, I need. Oh to my go. god! I didn't know that. How cool! Big big Paul Rudd fans. I'm like, if he's there, 
with that one chance, that one chance by luck, he's at the shop for some reason and I can meet him. You know, you might just manifest it. It could happen. It's going so. to be positive. That's, that's like, like you said, everything's going to be positive. Like through the pandemic, you had to keep positive. No matter what happened. Yeah. It yeah. was just absolutely necessary or you were just going to shrivel up and die from just worry. <laughs> so... You, you have to, you know? I think in life, it's, it's you choose kind of what what uh, energetic, uh, I guess, vibe you're going to fall into yeah. and how you're going to see your life. Uh, and you could either see, like they say, the glass half full or half empty. Yeah. Um, and I think half full is so much better. So. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. Thank you for coming. I hope you have, time to now for you is seven, almost seven. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, it's almost it's almost midnight here. Oh my gosh! It's well, times are so confusing. Thank you so much for Thanks making for time me. for me, Sorry. and I'm so glad it worked out for us. And I send you a huge hug and all my gratitude, Tyler. Thank you, you for thank you very much for this. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Alrighty. Good night. Bye. Good night. Thank you. <laughs>